You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. The NFL is still undefeated. Welcome, Thursday, Hour One. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll check in with Charles Barkley a little bit later on. We'll head to Augusta on the update with Tiger Woods. But the big news is Tom Brady has a new head coach in Tampa Bay. Bruce Arian steps down. He's going to stay in the front office. Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, is elevated to the head coaching position. He used to be the Jets' head coach. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and also our great radio affiliates around the country. This program brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require people. Somebody who understands your issues, works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. But Bruce Arians announced his plans to retire from coaching yesterday. He's now going to go into the front office. And the move is pretty shocking. Or at least all indications pointed towards Arians wanting to come back. He even talked about being excited about a rebuild because he didn't think he was going to have Tom Brady. And then Brady comes back. You got one last run maybe at another Super Bowl. You got the greatest quarterback of all time. Right? You got... Your players coming back, some of your offensive line coming back, your wide receivers, Chris Godwin. You still got Mike Evans. All right, you got 11 more months that you can do this. And then if you want to go into the front office. But Arians, Arians got his first head coaching job at over age 60. He's approaching 70, might be 70 now. And now it's the defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, stepping up. There's been a lot of talk. And we're going to talk to Rick Stroud, the great reporter, columnist for the uh, Tampa Bay Times. I have to look at this two different ways. Now, if I look at Bruce Arians' way, okay, this is the right time. So now's the right time. At the end of March is the right time. Okay, even though you were excited about a rebuild here. Why not a month ago? Why not when Tom Brady decided to retire? Or right before that? And then there's the other side of this. And that is, did Tom Brady want Bruce Arians back as his head coach? Was part of the reason why Tom Brady went to London to meet with the Glazer family at the soccer match to say, here are the conditions. Now, I thought he was going there to ask permission to play for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, maybe that was part of the equation. Maybe he went there and then maybe the Glazers said, well, what if we make a coaching change and we promote Todd Bowles? I just have to look at this and go, okay, is it just a coincidence? Like that Bruce is doing this right now. And I guess I've been doing this too long to just go, okay, yeah, I understand it. Yep, now Bruce says he wants to go into the front office here and uh, everything's good. Everything's fine. And I think Todd Bowles is a great hire for them, promoting him. He's done a great job with the defense, and he gets a second chance. Because anybody who coaches the Jets deserves a second chance. But we'll talk to Rick Stroud about this, because it does feel like this is Tom Brady saying, I'll come back, here are the conditions. And, you know, there have been reports that Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich would go over the game plan And Bruce Arians would not be in those meetings, but then he would come in and look at all the work they've done, all the plays that they diagrammed, and he would take a red Sharpie to it and say, no, 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 no. 
And that didn't sit well with the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, everybody's saying, no, that's not true. Okay. And, you know, Tom can say, and what did you think Tom was going to say in his Instagram? He talked, you know, he verbal bouquets. Of course he's going to say that. He's going to say all the great things about Bruce. And I, I enjoy Bruce. But I'm not playing for Bruce. And I don't know how tough he is playing for. But maybe that was the reason, one of the reasons why he went to Tampa in the first place. Because he had somebody who was different than Bill Belichick. Plus, he also wanted to go where he could build his own roster. And Tom is sizing up the offense saying, look at those weapons I got. I got a young defense. Now Tom building his own coaching staff. <laughs> but I don't think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden Bruce Arian says, you know what? I think I'm going to go into the front office now. Wait, what? Yes, Eden. If Tom is building his own coaching staff, why would he put the defensive coordinator in charge instead of the offensive coordinator? Well, he's going to take care of the offense with Byron Leftwich. Yeah, why wouldn't he put Byron Leftwich in charge then instead? Because Todd Bowles has been a head coach. Byron Leftwich hasn't. And maybe he wants him more to himself and let Todd Bowles deal with all the other stuff, and he's got Byron Leftwich, who has great respect for. Do you think it's just a coincidence, Seton, that Bruce Arians decided to go into the front office? A coincidence? Like, it's just like, hey, now's the time that I'm going to, Brady comes back, and I'm, now I'm going to go into the front office. Well, I mean, it's still his team. It's still his, it's not like he retired and stepped away from the team entirely. He still has a total control over it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's as, like, not nefarious, but this, like, well, there really is a rift. Well, I don't, he, I don't really see it that way. Well, you can go into the front office. That doesn't mean he has control over this team. Like, I don't even know. It could be ceremonial what his role is there. Yeah, Paulie. I think the one thing that stands out from what you said in your opening is it's 11 months. Let's say you were kind of leaning towards retirement and felt, eh, this isn't for me anymore. He didn't have the Achilles injury. Maybe yeah. even, even that's like, man, this is a grind. Yeah. You got 11 months and you got a, probably a, what, a 30% chance of walking off with a Super Bowl victory with Tom Brady? If I got Tom Brady one more year, I'm relevant. I'm staying as a head coach one more year. That, that's not when I go, yeah, you know. That's the one I, I can't go with. You know? I, don't, I don't know if Tom has it anymore. I'm going to go into the front office. Yes, Eden. Yeah, the, the way that all of these storylines connect to make everything coming up roses, though, is a little like, it's a little too saccharine sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little too, everybody is a little too giving in this uh, scenario. Yes. Somebody's going to have a story and, and, Probably, well, I'm, I'm guessing somebody is going to have something. Keep in mind, Bruce Arians gave the story to Sam Farmer and Peter King. So he hand-delivered it to those two guys, and he's friends with them. And I understand that. This happens all the time. But if you give it to them, and then they break the news before you've even said anything to your players, the speculation is, what is Bruce trying to control here? Because why not tell your players? It's a big deal. But what has been written so far is, is Bruce trying to control the story before others have something to say about it? But we'll talk to uh, Rick Stroud about this. He covers the team. By the way, if uh, you're looking for dog treats, you can also get the I Got a Puppy t-shirt. Go to danpatrick.com. A dog treat added to the cart and your shirt. Use the uh, code puppy at checkout. I'm going to run down this again. This is why the NFL is undefeated. This is in the last month. Russell Wilson was still a Seahawk. 
Tom Brady was retired. Aaron Rodgers, we weren't sure if he was going to stay in Green Bay. Carson Wentz, still a Colt. Devontae Adams, still a Packer. Calvin Ridley, he wasn't suspended yet. Khalil Mack was a Bear. Von Miller was a free agent. Mitchell Trubisky was the Bills' backup. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck still work for Fox. Al Michaels still work for NBC. Kirk Herbstreit, primarily a college football analyst. Deshaun Watson was prepping for the first of two grand juries. Tyreek Hill was a chief. Bruce Arians, head coach, had just lost his Hall of Fame quarterback. Also, if I would have told you a month ago, hey, by the way, Phil Mickelson won't be playing in the Masters, but Tiger Woods will, and Phil will be healthy. I mean, things happen quickly, certainly in the NFL. Now you got Deshaun Watson, the highest paid quarterback, the most guaranteed money, ball time, Al Michaels, Amazon, Troy and Joe work for ESPN. Mitchell Trubisky's apparently going to be a starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. Von Miller in Buffalo. Like, it's just crazy. Devontae Adams, a Raider. Carson Wentz, a commander. So that's less than four weeks. Russell Wilson in Denver. And now Bruce Arians moves into the front <laughs> office. Is there one there that you're like, I wouldn't have believed it when, like, last night when I saw the post, I think Peter King tweeted it out. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, someone, I think... Peter's been hacked or something. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I still am surprised Devontae Adams is a Raider. Because I thought, this has to be a package deal. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm coming back. Hey, I'll, I'm coming back. You got to make sure you sign up Devontae Adams. Don't put the franchise tag on him. I thought that that was, out of all of these, that was the given. Ends up he wants to play with his uh, former college teammate in, uh, in Las Vegas. Deshaun Watson is probably supersedes all of that because it's one thing to go, okay, two grand juries, I'm good. There's still the civil lawsuits. There's a bidding war. Oh, my God, there's guaranteed money. It's all guaranteed. And that you had other teams that were trying to bid on his services. So I would say Deshaun Watson now, but it wasn't long ago where I said Devontae Adams going to the Raiders or leaving the Packers. That was a big deal. Seton, what's poll question today? Why did Bruce Arians step down as the head coach of the Buccaneers? Health and family or Tom Brady? Hot, 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 hot. Wow. Wow. That's really the only poll question worthy of a day like today. <laughs> Other than, should the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl this year, who gets the credit, Todd Bowles or Bruce Arians? Oh, oh. <laughs> I think we all know. Uh, Todd has uh, mock headlines for uh, Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, are you ready? I do. Okay, here we go. Full frontal, what's nude in Buck's front office? Uh, huh? Full frontal, what's nude in Buck's front office instead of what's new? What's nude in Buck's what's... front office? Frontal like front office. Full frontal. What's nude in Buck's front office? Obviously, it's not good if I have to explain it to this extent. So that's not no, a good no, one. No, 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 no. Wow. Clearing the Aryans. Bruce tries to explain decisions. Clearing the Aryans. Clearing the Aryans. Okay. The Brady Hunch. Tom likely had something to do with this. Okay. Now that one's you should have led with that one. Should have led with that. All right. Buccaneer? Is Tampa now closer to or farther from another title? Okay. Buccaneer. Avocado. Tommy wanted new head coach. Avocado. Come on, Dan. That was a good one. Come on. (laughs) Cream pickle. Bucks may be in tough spot this season. Mm -hmm. Cream Cream pickle. pickle. The big somber arrow. Fans upset. Okay. All right. I like that one. P. Uter. Something stinks (laughs) with all this. 
All right. Pewter? That, pewter? Pewter. Are you going to tap out? I should. I had one other one. but Of that's, course. You... But I'll ruin it if I probably say this one. Okay. But I'll say it anyway. Will Buck strike gold with bowls? <laughs> <laughs> little bowling reference. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't, Will I didn't get Buck that. Will Buck strike gold with bowls? Okay. I got to put the accent on the right syllable there. Uh, okay. <laughs> pewter. Something stinks with all this. I, I I'm gonna guess uh, what three three for nine mm, something like that. That's that's a pretty good batting average in the that's baseball. That's Hall of Fame right? worthy. Yeah, three thirty three. That's a in, broad in career baseball. Type. But I'm talking. This is not oh, baseball. In mock headlines world, not at subpar. It's if it average. was field goals, you're out of a job. Yeah, you are. I got a limerick too. Or should we save that one? A limerick. A limerick based on the same topic. Just get it all over with. No, no, no. I gotta, I gotta separate the two. Yeah, pace. I gotta pace. You know, that's, that's great programming. That's I want to stretch idea. it out a little bit. Although Todd was singing a song this morning, and I think that uh, I'll give you that opportunity to sing your song because you did say to me, and I was the only one who heard it. You I go, tested it out with what did you? What, what do you think? And I go, okay, I like it. Save it. I'll save it. Okay, you ready? Oh, I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah, yeah. I can feel it coming in the Aryans tonight. Oh, Lord. That's really all I had. I only had that one line. But I just, I heard Aryans and I'm like, I like Phil Collins, 80s, Aryans. Is there something there? And I'm like, I just started humming that to myself. And then I shared it with you uh, backstage before the show. And I, might like, have, right. I might have led you to slaughter. You kind of there. Did. I think I, you did. I. I might let him embarrass himself yes, and sing that. Yes, uh, th- that's why we'll hold off on the limerick. Perfect. Yeah, we want to see what you're doing. Yeah, we want to wait. Uh, but uh, phone calls always welcome. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Once again, we'll uh, check in at Augusta with Tiger Woods, and I guess all systems seem like they're go for him to try to play. Charles Barkley will join us coming up next hour. But when we come back. The uh, great writer, Tampa Bay Times, Rick Stroud. He's plugged in with what's going on here with uh, Brady, Arians, the Buccaneers. And we'll find out more after this, Stan Patrick Show. Now it's just every day. It's the routine. I grab the link sold. The question is what I want to wear. And today, I like the zip up and uh, got the hoodie there. Yes, you. I got a, wow, you look nice today. Yesterday. From your wife? From my wife. I never get that. Yeah, I got it. Wow, you look nice. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Todd has a uh, f- very fresh Link Soul shirt. I really do. Huh? I took it right out of the plastic this morning. I'm very proud of it. Usually I get from my wife, you know, you're going to work. You should try to look somewhat presentable. You're not, you're not going to the playground. That's what I get. But th- the thing that Paulie noticed right away is a uh, new shirt, huh, Todd? And he goes, yeah, how do you know? He goes, well, the creases are all, yeah. all over. I'm not one for ironing. I, just, I ripped it out of the plastic, and I'm like, I'm wearing this one, the charcoal gray Link Soul. Yeah. Uh, lifestyle rooted in golf can be worn on and off the course, in and out of the ocean. Hats, hoodies, shorts, pants, the feel, the vibe. Dress it up, dress it down. Link Soul, we're all in favor. Bubba Watson. He uh, bought into the company. Also, uh, quarterback Alex Smith, an ambassador as well. We're excited about this. Hope you are too. Check it out, linksoul.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. We'll get to your phone calls. We got our poll question. It's pretty blunt, right to the point. You can uh, give it to us, Seton, one more time. Why did Bruce Arian step down as the head coach of the Buccaneers? Health and family or Tom Brady? (laughs) How about health, family, this is the right time or Tom Brady? Okay. All right. Let's bring in Rick (laughs) Stroud, covers the Buccaneers for the Tampa Bay Times. 
How would you answer that poll question, Rick? Uh, given those two choices, probably the second choice, which is health family, and this is the right time because maybe Tom Brady would prefer it. Uh, um, listen, uh, I, I don't believe in coincidences, and, and, and I know, you know, there's a lot of truth, and Bruce is very magnanimous here, but to just hand over a Super Bowl-ready team upon learning that Tom Brady is unretiring um, doesn't exactly uh, pass the smell test for me. He, he seemed willing to coach Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert, for God's sakes. So, you know, all of this, I think there's there's elements of truth to all of it. Um, but I know this organization, and at some point, the Glazers would have had a meeting with Jason Light. We know how influential Tom is. I, I don't think this is totally on him. Um, but they would have wanted to know what the succession plan was. Uh, look, he's going to be 70 October 3rd. He wasn't going to coach forever. So there is an element of the timing of this makes an awful lot of sense, both for Arians and for the organization. They secure Todd Bowles for the next five years. What do you think? Okay, Bruce's reasons are why, are what, that we know of? Well, that, that I know of, it's uh, really primarily he thinks it's the perfect time. Um, he's loyal to these guys on his staff. If he, if he coached this year and Brady plays one season, regardless of how it ends, the band breaks up, right? He's had these guys, in the case of Bulls, 30 years, Clyde Christensen, um, you know, Armstrong, all of them together. They go back to Temple, for God's sakes, as players, many of them. And so, you know, when Todd didn't get hired, that, that upset him. He thought that both him and Byron Leftwich should get jobs. Um, so this is a way to set up his friend. What's, what's really com- confusing about it is that, that you would do it um, in a year where you could win another Super Bowl, which you think about his legacy, and maybe he's not that concerned, but two Super Bowl wins uh, really helps you with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He may get there anyway. Um, he certainly has a legacy of helping minorities uh, in football and, and, and females as well. Um, but, man, this, there are very few uh, head coaches, regardless of age or health, that would, that would cash in at this point with the hand that he has with Tom Brady coming back. So you have to think that Brady um, at least put his finger on the scale. If not, uh, I, I don't think he outright demanded it, but he certainly was influenced by it. Bruce Arians will be 70 at the beginning of October. Pete Carroll will be 71 in uh, the middle of September. I was wondering about this, and uh, I'll take you back to when we saw Tom at the soccer match in London with the Glazers. And at the time, I thought, I don't know if Tom's saying, you know, I've always wanted to go to a Manchester United soccer match. Now's the time to do it. It felt like maybe he was asking permission to be traded to the 49ers. That was my original thought. And then the other part was, is he asking or saying I'd like to come back and then asking for some things when he comes back, not thinking that he'd be asking for Todd Bowles to be elevated into the head coaching position. What did you make of that meeting? What do you think happened at that meeting? And did it have an impact on what happened yesterday? Well, I'm told that trip was planned uh, before his announcement. Um, But again, we'd be naive to not think there was a reason he wanted to be with the Blazers. The timing, you know, was the day before he made the announcement on the eve of free agency. He would have had to have told them, uh, and he did in fact tell them long before that, at least a few days before the announcement, that he wanted to come back. Um, but, you know, being in person with the Glazers, who he thinks highly of, they've said no to him never, uh, really, and, and have listened to everything that he's requested and granted it for the most part. 
Um, so again, I, I, I don't think any, I don't believe in coincidences, Dan, not in this league, uh, not in this lifetime. You know, I, I've seen some pretty amazing things with this organization. I saw John Gruden get fired three weeks after going nine and seven and, you know, and, and uh, winning a Super Bowl uh, a couple years before that. Um, you know, it, it, it just never ceases to amaze me. But Tom Brady would have had to have had at least at the very least would have granted uh, his wish that this is OK with him, if not more than OK. Um, so I think everybody kind of wins here in a way. Bruce Arians gets to stay around the organization. He gets to drive his golf cart around practice and and help out uh, wherever he can. And Todd Bowles gets to be a head coach. So I think they're all pretty happy with that result. But come on now, we, we know we know Tom Brady's impact and influence on this organization. I was also wondering this, that you've got Todd Bowles getting another chance. He was the Jets yeah. head coach. Tom has a great relationship with Byron Leftwich, his offensive coordinator, whatever his title is. Why not get him promoted to head coach instead of Todd? Well, again, you mentioned he does have a good grasp and a good relationship with Byron Leftwich, but he also would know whether Byron Leftwich is ready to be a head coach. Uh, again, if you're talking about Tom Brady's um, influence and input, uh, if you ask Tom Brady, I would assume he would tell you that Byron probably isn't there yet. Okay. I mean, they've had to work through a lot of things as an offensive coordinator. I think Byron would tell you he's learned an awful lot of football from Tom Brady, who's done a good portion of the game planning. Those two have worked together. Bruce was not really part of that structure in as much as it was his offense. But those two are really the ones that have, have put this thing together offensively to make it Brady's offense. So uh, I think Tom would know that of the two guys that were sitting in front of him, that Todd Bowles, who has been a head coach, uh, he's watched his defense, that he's much more uh, prepared at this juncture, at least to lead his team to a Super Bowl. Look, I would. this other thing I want to mention is that it, it doesn't – the timing is bad, but remember Tony Dungy did this too with Jim Caldwell. You know, Tony Dungy had a Super Bowl team. It was the same guy, Peyton Manning. He walked away, and Jim Caldwell was a coach in waiting. They went to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it. So Tony Dungy wanted to leave his team and his coach in the best position possible. So it's not unprecedented with a guy that worked right here in Tampa. It'll get even wilder. The only way this gets stranger, if Antonio Brown comes back for the <laughs> Buccaneers. That's it. Um, I was also yeah. wondering, what is it that you think that Brady, Brady maybe didn't want Bruce Arians to let? Let's just I maybe it's not being fair to the situation, but the hypothetical of why Tom wouldn't want Bruce Arians as his head coach anymore. That's a tough one for me, because I again, I think him and Tom, from what we could see, had a good relationship. Um, maybe he would require a more hands on guy. You know, I mean. Look, Bruce was a CEO head coach here in Tampa Bay. Um, he did not sit in on every meeting. He did not stay until midnight, to say the very least. Um, some details were probably, uh, you know, left left to pass without being taken care of, especially on offense. Um, and, you know, look who he played for, Bill Belichick, who is an absolute control freak. Um, Bruce was not at that point in his career. He was not going to do those things here in Tampa. He wasn't going to – he mentioned he might call plays uh, a little bit during the off season, but that really wasn't anything he was interested in. And, and so I think that, you know, Brady would probably um, was probably surprised by Bruce's lack of input at times. And all I could surmise is that, you know, if he does have a problem, he said he wants somebody to be more on the details, um, hold people more accountable. And, 
And also, you know, there was some language, too. I mean, we remember some of the things Bruce said about Tom. It was blunt. It was yeah. raw. Um, even as recently as the combine when he said uh, he wouldn't trade him for anything but five number one picks and that, you know, sending him to another team would be, quote, bad business. So you wonder how all those comments sort of get back to Brady and how he receives them. We had Bruce on December 14th last year, and we discussed retirement. This is how it went. Who retires first, you or him? That's a good That's a good one. We'll have to wait and see on that one. <laughs> wait, how about a package deal? <laughs> yeah, that, that, might be a good, that might be a good way to ride out together. It made sense. And then when I, and I'm just joking because I didn't have any idea, but I just thought, okay, how long's Tom play? How long is Bruce coach? And I never would have thought that Tom would be playing longer than Bruce would be coaching. Well, I mean, technically Tom retired first, then he unretired, then maybe Bruce unretired, <laughs> and maybe Bruce will unretire. I don't know. I don't know what retirement means for anybody anymore. Um, you'll have to get an answer to that one, but. Yeah, it is. It is really uh, interesting that that it played out the way it did, and and I, you know, again, I I just don't think that you walk away if you're Bruce Arians. I mean, you got a gift from the gods. Tom Brady wants to come back and quarterback your team. Yeah. He he comes in at a time that gets all the free agents re-signed. You're ready to go. You have a weak NFC, really, when you look at all the quarterbacks in the AFC. I remember him saying that Andy Reid would coach till he's ninety as long as Patrick Mahomes is there. That was Bruce's opinion. So. Why Bruce would walk away now, only he knows. But uh, I guess we got to take him at his word, at least for now. Is he meeting with the media today? I don't think Bruce is. I know Todd Bowles will be introduced as a head coach. And so and he's going to, you know, at this point, I think he would fade to black. It's also interesting, Dan. And I, I love, you know, I love Sam Farmer and Peter King. But, you know, call a beat writer once in a while. That'd be good too, Bruce. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he controlled the message. He got in front of the news. He hadn't even contacted his players yet yeah. uh, by text to let them know before the news was, you know, was coming out or was about to come out. So he wanted to control this message, and I, I think that's telling in and of itself. Is that your first question for Bruce when you see him at a press conference? Why didn't you give me the scoop? Absolutely. I thought we had a good relationship. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I don't take a backseat to those guys, but hey, I'm just there every day. So not that I'm bitter, Dan. Not in this business. You can't be bitter. <laughs> you can't be bitter. You got to be better. There you go. Thank you, Rick. Great to talk to you again. Good seeing you, Dan. That's Rick Stroud covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times, host of uh, Sports Day Tampa Bay podcast. Yeah, if you said a month ago, it's like, okay, Tom Brady retiring. Now, Bruce Arians, he's, who's excited about Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert? Now, I did like Kyle Trask in college. You were a Trask guy. And I was. I was. But he was excited about the rebuild. And then I thought, okay, all right, I like it, Bruce. And then next thing you know, it's like, wait, Bruce? What? Paulie thought that Peter King got hacked. And then Paulie didn't know how to spell Arians. He thought he was misspelling Arians. Yeah, like the, the mower company, I think I spelled. <laughs> I was, and he, he's like, I, I think Peter King got hacked. It says that, you know, Bruce Arians is retiring. Shefty didn't have it. Ian Rappaport, Glazer, Jay Glazer. And we're thinking, how does that happen? And then I go, oh, Bruce Hand delivered this to Sam Farmer and Peter King. Good for them. Yeah, Paul. It's apples and oranges, but it was a similar reaction, not on the same level, but when Andrew Luck retired, because Andrew Luck was going into a season where 
We thought he was kind of healthy, and the team had a good offensive line and seemed to be a contender. Yeah. That's why it didn't make sense when you saw the first report that Luck was retiring. I had the same reaction, like, now? Going into your probably your last season with Tom Brady, that, that does not equate. No, I could see Bill Belichick retiring when Tom Brady left. Uh, you know, But when you still have Tom Brady, you don't retire. Unless it's, it's health-related, and hopefully it's not health-related with Bruce. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Hello? Hey. Oh, oh, hey. Okay, great. Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, you're right. The NFL is undefeated. It doesn't matter what goes on in the NBA. There were two good games last night. Celtics and Heat, Suns and Warriors both went down to the last few seconds. And um, I do believe that Tom Brady had more to do with Bruce Arians stepping down. I bet you it was one of those, I'm going to San Francisco, or maybe if I stay, there's a new head coach to the Glazers when he went out to the uh, to the game in Europe. But um, on that note, maybe switching gears to the NBA and Charles Barkley coming up, which I can't wait for. I love his interviews. I do have a uh, stat of the day for you. Okay, Marvin. For the month of March, LeBron James averaged 34.3 points per game. That's LeBron's highest scoring average for a calendar month in his career, and highest for a Laker since March of 2007, when Kobe Bryant averaged 38.9 points per game. Well done, Andrew. Well done. That's a guy who knows how much time is there and then practices his stat of the day before he joins us. Uh, Dan and Charlotte. Hey, Dan, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, first time, long time, 61205. All right. So I have an idea for the Limerick slash Mock Headline song, but it can be more all-encompassing for Todd's show material. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to sing. Okay. So I've been doing that thing people do when great artists die where you really dig into their catalog for a period after <clears throat> immediately after to appreciate their contributions. Sure. So I've been listening to the Foo Fighters a lot this week okay. after Taylor Hawkins passed. Yep. And I remember you demoed Shame Shame on the show before the new record came out last year. Yeah. I think you could clip the chorus of that song, which is just Dave Grohl saying the word shame 300 times in four minutes <laughs> and use it for every limerick, mock headline, or any fritzy heavy segment. It may not be the best ode to Taylor, but it seems perfect for Todd. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. I'll look into that. Get some of my best people on that. Uh, John in Buffalo. Hi, John. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, 6-2, Grandpa Pleasant 285. Uh, you touched on it uh, briefly, but uh, I can see the Glazers coming back from London and uh, sitting down with Bruce and saying, great news, Tom's back. <laughs> Bad news? <laughs> So is Antonio. <laughs> no. With the reply of, oh, hell no, not on my watch. Well, about that. No, you can't, you can't bring. Antonio Brown still hadn't had surgery. He said that he'll have surgery if somebody's interested in bringing him back. I would probably get the surgery and then make sure that you let people know that you can play. Not, hey, we're interested. Would you have the, uh, the surgery now? That wouldn't be the way that I would do it. Athena in Arizona joining us. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hi, Athena. What is on your mind? Well, I would like to submit a song, a little ditty, for the um, mock headline and limerick sections. Okay. All right. Here's Athena in Arizona. Let's take some time.
time real quick for Sporty Limerick or a mock headline. That's right. It's time for Fritzy's Funny Shtick. <laughs> Thank you, Athena. <laughs> just imagine with jazz hands I out like there. That. Yeah. I like that. Well done. I think we might clip that, might use that. I like that. I don't know if people like your limericks or mock headlines. I'm still not sure. I'm not sure either. I think it's an opportunity for them to be creative and uh, and add their little uh, aspects. To I think this. they like having fun at your expense. No question. Yeah, I don't know if they're laughing with you or at you. I think once in a while someone's sticking up for me, but primarily it's uh, it's something abusive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh dear. I think Todd's really missing out on um, not and not capitalizing on the sports center tease. I think that's really the best use of his talents. I heard from a radio executive who said what Todd did when he does his sports center headlines, the, the, uh, what is it? The, the teases he said is genius. Big time radio executive sent me a note out of clear blue. He said, I know you give Todd a lot of grief. Just want to let you know that sports center teases genius. And I went, Oh God, (laughs) So uh, there, I tell you good things, too. I appreciate too. that. It's very flattering. It's yeah. nice that uh, it was, uh, that's appreciated. Yeah. But I could hear, like, it sounded like ice cubes in a glass, and he could have been drinking. It's quite possible that that was the case. And he's a radio exec, and it was noon where he was, so he's probably... At, at minimum, he had some kind of buzz going. Which yes. Made yeah. it to the clarity of his But he, uh, but he did say that your sports center teases. Genius. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Didn't say your limericks or your mock headlines. No, were. nothing there. Okay, no. I'll take what I can get. That's cool. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. He also said that you can't sing, but he did say you your your tease is is genius. But apparently, I can't talk either. I've already like four <laughs> times that, today. That that is that is true. <laughs> but to that, I would say please. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sorry. Play of the day is up next here on the Tampa. So mean. So mean. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever Get your podcast from. Oh my God! The play, the play, play of the day. Left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. This is Brown. Struce with a great play on the defensive end. Heat ball. Butler down the other end. Hammered it down. Timeout to the Celtics. The Heat ahead by six. Courtesy of Bally's sports son, Jimmy Butler. Team high 24. Miami holds off the top, uh, holds on to the top seed, holding off the Celtics and winning last night. Eastern Conference basketball. That's your play of the day. 
Brought to you by, never forget, the commitment we made on 9-11, honoring it by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers Foundation, T2T.org, the letter T, number two, letter T, dot org. Update the poll results, Seton, from the first 45 minutes. Why did Bruce Arians step down as the head coach of the Buccaneers? Right now, 67% of the audience are saying... Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yes. You are correct. Uh, St. Peter's Shaheen Holloway is going back to his alma mater. He took the Seton Hall gig. We talked about that, that he was probably going to take it as early as Monday after the tournament. And a uh, great run there. But look, if you're going to go from 200000 or 300000 to $3 million or whatever it is with Shaheen Holloway, it's a six-year deal, I believe. And he's going back to his alma mater where he played. It's like uh, Porter Moser. Um, uh, when he was at Loyola, got the offer from Oklahoma. Can't turn down that offer. And, you know, these schools, these uh, smaller mid-majors can only pay so much. And these other schools, you know, you have a two-week span that changes your life. Because when you start the tournament, you're thinking, St. Peter's? Where's St. Peter's? Who's St. Peter's? And then next thing you know, you're like, St. Peter's knocked off Kentucky. And then they won again, and then they won again. They beat Purdue. Andy Enfield, that was one with uh, Florida Gulf Coast where you're going, oh, man, they are fun. Well, he's not going to stay there much longer. Yeah, Seton. You would imagine Shaheen Holloway just got life-changing money. Yes. Going from making, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, which is good money for lots of people, to, you know, I don't know, certainly seven figures. Oh, yeah. He probably got 10 times his salary. He probably went from 300000 to $3 million, maybe even more at uh, Seton Hall. But that's, that's a great hire. But, you know, when you're looking for a coach, then you see the hot coach, and then you wonder, is, is it just that moment that he was a great coach? Because during the regular season, they struggled. But in the tournament, and you saw his demeanor, the way his kids played, and you're thinking – well, it makes sense for him to go back to Seton Hall, where he was an assistant coach. Yeah, Paul. You know, one guy that did it a little differently. Remember at VCU about seven, eight years ago, uh, Shaka Smart. Shaka, yeah. He was there from 09 to 2015. And in 2014, we all thought he would take another job because he was really hot. And he stayed. He signed an agreement to stay at VCU and actually did pretty well the next year. Then he went to Texas and got the big money. Now he's at Marquette, but still, like, he made more in Texas in four years than his whole life before and after. Yeah. I get it. I understand it. And, uh, you know, with this transfer portal, it just feels like it's it used to be the coaches in the transfer portal. Now it's the players. And, and college basketball has come down to this in my mind. You either have somebody who's really young or somebody who's really old. Right? You either have guys who are 22, 23, 24, or you have somebody who's 18 or 19 who's going to be there one year. That's college basketball. And you have a ton of guys who shouldn't be shooting. Yeah, Marv. Is that why you see those mid-majors, those guys like St. Peter's, those guys have been together for three years. Sure. Instead of, you know, the team that just got put together four months ago with a bunch of McDonald's All-Americans, you can kind of see the difference. Like, these guys know each other, and, you know, you just can't go out there and, you know, bring your, you know, the term bring your game, not your name. But that's what Villanova, Villanova doesn't necessarily have big names, but you have guys who have played together for a couple of years, and you have a great head coach. And that's why they won a couple of national titles. There's, I don't think that there's any substitute for having experience, certainly in the tournament. When you're asking somebody 18, 19 years of age in a big moment, hey, step up. Well, it's one thing if you're at your uh, home arena. Now you're on the road. It's big, a big moment. 
And those players who have been there before, there's something to be said of understanding the moment. And uh, I think we've seen the Duke players grow up right before our very eyes. The moment at Cameron Indoor when, you know, Coach K's last home game was too big for him. Now it feels like they understand that moment. And they seem to have stepped up in a big, big way. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind? Oh, Dan, Dan, don't try to butter me up. I'm upset. As president of the Fritzy fan club, I'm, I've been agitated for the last week. I've watched the show as people from across the country have called up with these negative boys about negative songs about my boy Todd, and I'm not going to have it anymore. And so I put pen to paper and try to come up with an inspirational version that I think captures what Todd means to America. And I think it's high time we have an inspirational song. Could I, with your permission, debut it here? Okay. It's sung to the tune of a 1980s Pet Shop Boy song. I think you'll recognize it. I only came here for sports. Gotta have him. He wants to read a poem. Whoa, whoa. And give mock headlines to how am I gonna get through? How am I gonna get through? What have I? What have I? What have I done to deserve this? What have I? What have I? What have I done to deserve this? Thank you, Doug. (laughs) Yes, Paul. That uh, that felt like one of those William Shatner spoken word yes. albums. Yes. yes, yeah. You light up my life. Yeah. You give me hope. Remember, he does that spoken word oh, stuff. Common people. Yeah. Yeah, smart. I thought it was going to be the better Pet Shop Boys song. Mock headlines like West End girls, East End <laughs> boys. Yeah. Yes, Todd. I got a kick out of that. I thought that was cute. Yeah, because it's the '80s, and somebody said something nice about you. Something Pet Shop Boys related is fine with me. Do you want to do your limerick, Bruce Arians, Buccaneers limerick? Why not? I, I, I feel well, like it's a getting it out of the way thing before it is, the second half. It hour is. What have I? What have what I? What have I done to deserve this? Should I do it in a Will in a William Shatner voice or anything? No, no. I just think just you just do it like right. like you do it. No, no, no. <laughs> With my lisp. Okay, here we go. Reports had suggested a rift, causing a Tampa head coaching shift. This isn't the time to split hairs, even if Arians was kicked upstairs. Now, can Bowles give the Bucks a big lift? Okay. Not at all meant to be hysterical or Mission sexual. Uh... <laughs> you set yourself up, man. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, are they, when are they scheduled to yeah, be hysterical? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, tap me on the I'll shoulder. Give you a heads up. Yeah, because I'll put it in the rundown. Yeah. At least 24 hours. Yeah. I'm here almost every day. Yeah, we'll schedule this, that this one's going to be entertaining. Guys are the absolute worst. <laughs> Thank you for lunch yesterday. Tom. You're welcome. Yeah. It was for the kids. It was for the kids. I, I could care less about you guys having a, a decent lunch. It was about Special Olympics, and that was a special day. We all had lunch, and a lot of money went to, uh, went to Special Olympics. So that's good. 100%. I'm, uh, I was proud of that. I'm glad we could all uh, enjoy lunch together and give. Yeah. It's all why about giving. Why don't you uh, help the kids again today and buy us lunch? <laughs> No comment. One hour in the books, two more to go. The great Charles Barkley will join us in about 20 minutes from now. Hope you'll stay with us. Hour two coming up, Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out hour one. We all have different ideas about success, and we achieve it at different times in different ways. Now, if you've recently changed jobs or you're considering retirement, you're probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe, maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal, and you can't afford to make mistakes. 
So you shouldn't have to do it alone. That's why I want to introduce you to Stiefel Financial Advisors. For over 130 years, they've been helping clients like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel. S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC, NYSE.